everybody, welcome to Miles Creative Project and you're listening to Anita Miles. In this episode I'd like to talk about the commemoration day in memory of the victims of Holocaust. Holocaust literally means sacrifice in which the victims were burnt alive. It's also called Shoah and both terms are used to indicate the persecution and Jewish slaughter, the most known genocide of history. Each country marks another day to remember their own events related to this dark period. But internationally, the Memorial Day occurs on the 27th of January. That same date, in 1945, there was the liberation of Auschwitz concentration camp. I don't know if you treated this topic at school or you are interested in history events as me. It was a dark period of time that should not be forgotten, in which people, lots of people, were targets that must have been removed from society. Really cruel if you think about, just because considered inferior. The Nazi ideology, in order to justify the genocide of people, it's not simple to explain. Nazis were considered the Aryan race, the master race, superior to any other, considered inferior, with each race bearing distinctive characteristics, creating stereotypes and the perfect characteristics to survive over the time, unchanged, where, guess the Aryan race, the healthy and pure, and the other are just garbage. Anyway, just to remind that you cannot judge a person on the skin color, hair color, religion, culture, sexual orientation, disability, and, and so on. It's a topic that should be learned at school, not just in history lessons, but also through literature. In my secondary school, it was a yearly topic. My Italian teacher wanted us to know more about Holocaust. He spent yearly during the last week of January, words about this topic and always relating the facts with some literature analysis. I can stay hours to talk about this dark period of history, but if you're really interested, just Google. Be curious to learn from history because as human beings, we should not repeat the same mistakes. We are who we are, even if the society is trying to change the whole color roots, but actually they are still there. 
Nowadays, topics as discrimination, racism, genocide are harder to explain to kids and mostly to get their attention. Sometimes novels can teach better than a history lessons at school. Novels should be promoted if there is no time to discuss about this themes. Just read about survivors that wrote books about their experience or fictional ones. I can make a list as I did once in a post on my website in stillcreativitymiles.live but I can give some advices. For example, the Diary of a Young Girl, written by Anne Frank, the most known book about Holocaust. Um, the Tattoos of Auschwitz, that it's a saga, written by Heather Morris. The Boy in the Stripped Pyjamas, written by John Boyle that recently, last year, wrote another book that I started to read, but unfinished, called All the Broken Places. Another book is The White Rose, written by Inge Scholl, which tells the story of Hans and Sophie Scholl, who in 1942 led a small underground organization to oppose the Nazi party. Or the Book of Lost Names, written by Christine Armel. And there are so many others out there that should be read. The most recent finished book about Holocaust that I read is the one written by Edith Eger, a psychologist that tells about her life as a survivor. Time doesn't heal. It's what you do with time. Healing is possible when we choose to take responsibility when we choose to take risks, risks, and finally, when we choose, <clears throat> and finally, when we choose to release the wound to let go of the past or the grief. A good book that I found really interesting. I'd like to conclude with a poem written by Primo Levi, an Italian writer and poet that tries to deal with life's unfairness. The survivor once more he sees his companions' faces, livid in the first faint light, grey with cement dust, nebulous in the mist, 
tinged with death in their uneasy sleep. At night, under the heavy burden of their dreams, their jaws move, chewing a non-existent turnip. Stand back, leave me alone, submerged people, go away. I haven't dispossessed anyone, haven't usurped anyone's bread. No one died in my place, no one. Go back into your mist. It's not my fault if I live and breathe, heat, drink, sleep, and put on clothes. Primo Levi was part of the Italian resistance movement and he was arrested in December 1943 and identified as Jewish and deported to the concentration camp in Auschwitz. He spent less than a year in the hell. This powerful and heart-wrenching poem describes his guilty feeling after surviving. This poem is a haunting image of faces from the past, reminding him about what he has experienced, that indelible pain made of abuse and violence. And this traumatic experience was the start point of his literature career. Restarting a life after what happened was hard and he felt guilty even if he was aware that it wasn't his fault. I want to say, read to remember. There are lots of books that should be read to know more about Holocaust that picture perfectly the difficulties during one of the darkest periods of history. Forgive but not forget is my motto that I learned from this topic. And I should thank my Italian teacher And with this, XOXO Anita Miles.